setting up the Garmin Phoenix 6S Pro, and I forgot in the previous video that it was the Pro version, obviously, with Garmin Connect. So I already have turned on the watch and it now says download the mobile app to add the device. So we will jump now into the now this is Garmin Connect and this is still the Garmin Connect setup from the Forerunner 255 which you can actually see because it shows you actually the watch. It's the Forerunner 255S Music, it's the full name of the watch I previously showed you and I also unboxed already and I didn't review it already because I just didn't test it long enough. You can still set up Garmin Pay but the watch obviously doesn't have LTE. So now we just check which features are available with the Garmin Forerunner 255. Because Garmin Connect actually only enables certain features if you have a watch that has these features enabled, either because they just are a selling point for a Garmin, for the higher watches, for the higher price watches, priced watches, or the corresponding watch just doesn't have the sensors. So now we can see that we have heart rate, we have calories in, calories out, which is available without was available, I think, already also without the watch. I'm not entirely sure. You can use Garmin Connect to a certain extent without any device, but it will be fairly limited. Then we also have respiration, which is something the newer watch, the 255, did do. I am already hoping that the Garmin 6S Ultra will also have this. Not Ultra, but Pro. Then we can also add that data here, but it's already it, as you can see and training readiness, body battery, all disappeared after I didn't have the watch connected to Garmin Connect in a few, for a few days, basically. We can also see yesterday, so we saw that yesterday I ate um, too many calories, and my, this is also my weight, and then you can see your activities and so on from the last days. If we click down here on edit my day, what you can see is what potentially would show up. So we can see the heart rate, which was there already as we saw it. Training readiness would also be something that is then available on the, on the 255. Body battery also was something that I already saw. Intensity minutes is something I also already saw. Training status didn't appear after the one day and night of using it. HRV also didn't appear yet. Oh, it actually did appear, I think. Calories also was there. Weight also was there. Hydration, I think, also was already there. Steps also was already there. Sleep also. The sleep score seems to be... I think it was also already there and the sleep score noteworthy is different compared to the normal sleep. So you can also see graphs and so on and so forth compared to Samsung Health, which only shows you the sleep score within your normal sleep data 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 thing which you show which shows in the Garmin's in the, in the Samsung Health app. So we can also see floors, stress, pulse oxidation and pulse ox. So these are two different two different points. The first one is how well you are acclimated or whatever the word is to the current current height you are in because there is a correlation and probably also to a certain extent a causation between the height and the oxygen uh, that is in the air and pulse ox is again how much satiated your blood is with oxygen respiration date is also something that showed already up and we saw it already and sleep pulse ox is the same thing during during sleep additionally Yesterday's statistics and last week's statistics are also down here and you can check just both of these. So now we check actually what is available in terms of the performance stats and training and planning. So the performance stats you can see here, training status, HRV, race predictor, which is something that is fairly useful, I would say. And this might be something that actually disappears. So for this reason, I already screenshotted basically Garmin Connect and I'm also screen recording this right now. VO2 Max would also be something potentially if it 
misses, I do not think it will, but this would be something that would also be very useful to have. Power curve, training effect, functional threshold power, critical swim speed, lactate threshold. I mean, just how many different things Garmin Connect puts out compared to Samsung Health is just nice, I think. Of course, Samsung Health also offers ECG and also blood pressure measurement and blood glucose tracking and so on and so forth. Additionally interesting is if we click on health down here, we can see additional things, such as the fitness age, in my case 23, which is not ideal, and actually was at 22.5, but apparently it already rated it up or down, in this case up, so it's worse. And we also do have a few additional things which have not been previously seen, like the health snapshot. And it would be interesting now if we connect the watch, what disappears as I said. Therefore now we click on Garmin devices, and if I have both connected at the same time, probably both feature sets of both watches will be available. Now we click on add device and it already sees the watch itself. We click on connected and we allow it. Then we type in the pin in order to identify the device because it could be that there are 10 other Garmin watches in here and so we don't want to screw this up. Now obviously it might take a while so I will just skip this part. It didn't take a while, so it was basically done already. Your preferred tracker is the one you wear the most often. Yes, keep current tracker. Okay, see the Phoenix S as your preferred activity tracker. Yes, I do want because I do want to send back the other watch. Now completing setup of your Phoenix 6S Pro device. And just how nice this looks already with this Phoenix watch face is mind boggling. It looks like athlete, it looks professional. It looks like I could run a triathlon or a marathon, even though I didn't. The maximum amount of kilometers I ever ran was like around 20 in 21. It was actually a half marathon, but I mostly failed. So now this seems to be all right. And now we can click on next. My bedtime and wake up time is this, even though I do additionally sleep apart from these four hours. If you are wondering, want to receive notifications between these times? Obviously not because I'm sleeping. So next, Almost done. Sync your device. Your Phoenix X will sync periodically throughout the day and when you reopen or you open the app, that seems all right to me. Sync now. Okay. Hopefully now uh, the watch faces and so on and so forth from the 255 might sync already. So the settings I already have on the 255 might sync already. Something additional to keep in mind is that the newer watches do have the availability or the functionality to set the settings of the device on your phone in the Garmin Connect app. I do not know if this is available on the 6S Pro already. It could be if Garmin is particularly gracious about these, the old owners of these watches or the, the owners of these old watches may require occasional software updates. What I heard online is S I think you cannot roll back a software update. So if the previous watch owner has a software update already installed, then I probably cannot roll it back. What I also will do is I will set, I will basically enroll for the beta beta program because then I have potentially new software features. The potential downside is obviously that I could have crashes and so on and so forth and potential data loss. It still seems to be syncing, but let's now just click on finish. Navigating your Phoenix 6X Pro 
6S Pro is easy once you learn the basics. Okay, let's learn the basics because then you might also learn the basics and you are watching this probably because either you're having trouble setting up your watch or you might also just be interesting in interested in the features. You might also be interesting, but additionally, let's just check this out. Okay, you can access the controls menu from any screen. All right, what does this mean? I don't know. Next, from the watch face, scroll up or down to view your widget glances. Noteworthy is that you can scroll with these two buttons. So in total, there are five buttons, as you already saw. This button is usually the start, stop, workout button. This is usually the back button, as I have become, as I have realized already. And this button here, which I did not uh, draw accurately here, I don't know for what this particularly is. This also is the select button, by the way. So now let's click on next. Now let's walk through how to start a timed activity. And you might already wonder why I can read sometimes in without without my pronunciation issues. It's because it's kind of a different mindset for me. Whenever I'm talking, I'm just mispronouncing words all the time. So now it is set up. Congratulations, congratulations on your new Phoenix 6S Pro. Okay, I could set up Garmin Pay, but the main problem with Garmin Pay is that the watch doesn't have LTE, obviously. You need to have your phone in your pocket and it needs to be connected over Bluetooth usually. And then you can pay with your watch, which is, which is nice. But the main feature, the main benefit of this feature would be to be out on a run or to be on a bike ride and then potentially buy something in a restaurant or in the supermarket. All right, let's click on get started because we just want to see. Okay, we can set up music. I do not have currently a Spotify subscription because I canceled it a few, a few weeks back. So I cannot actually set up music. So the Garmin watch is lo loading now. What we can see here is the music providers. So what Garmin offers is Deezer and Spotify, apparently. On the newer watches, there are there is additionally, so these are the, the ones that are already installed. I do not know if the older watches have trouble connecting to Amazon. Let's just click on Get Music Apps, and then we potentially can see if Amazon, Amazon is also available, it seems to be. So what I potentially will install is Podcasts. This seems to be a free app, and maybe I can then listen to podcast on my app. Podcasts on my app. And we can now can now select the device, but I don't really know if why I am here. So I already clicked on download. So maybe it will just download in the background. Maybe it won't. Uh, okay. We can also have different watch faces. And apparently the old ones have not been here already. We can also see the Garmin IQ store down here. And the Garmin IQ store is the app store. Garmin provides you with the search face it and my device. Let's click actually on my device and see if we can set the settings in the Garmin Connect. It appears to work. So we click on maybe okay. Auto update seems to be on, updates are on. Maybe we cannot set the settings, it seems to be this way. We can only set certain things like my device apps and my data fields. And we can also not click on it. Space available. I do not know if it will sync. Because here it says installed apps and so on and so forth, and there is just nothing. Also, if I click on my watch faces and so on and so forth, there is just nothing that happens. Auto updates, we can also not click really on this. I just click on this. Also seems to be not working. So we are on the my device. This is what, ha what is happening. Then we click here on plus. We can either set watch faces from the 
oh Faced seemingly seems to be able to set a picture basically for your watch screen background but I don't necessarily want this right now. What is search? We can search the App Store and then the Garmin IQ Star is the Garmin IQ Star. The weird thing is that I don't really know where I'm actually in. Am I still in the Garmin Connect app? If so, why oh, can I get... The thing is, if I actually go back and click on the Garmin Connect app again, it just disappears. So this here appears. But where is Garmin Connect actually? Oh, now I see. I went back and I went back and I went back. Okay, now we are in the center process again. Connect to Wi-Fi, which I can do because I have a certain setup here. Create a Pace Pro plan, which seems to be working. Visit the Garmin IQ store. We did this already. Learn about Strava, already connected. Complete initial setup. Strava is a kind of a social service that allows you to share your activities. So we have the setup finished and now we can see the body battery has appeared already. The heart rate also seems to be working again. The body battery is on 35, which is fairly nice. The steps now also appear again. I do not know if they appeared before, I cannot remember. So let's go into the settings and since we changed now our preferred watch, it would maybe also change what is available here. It seems as if not a single thing has changed. So either both watches have the same have have the same exact things that will appear here, or it just didn't change it actually. Didn't change it actually, and just the things that have been available on the 255 are just still available here. So now we click on activities, and I already checked out the watch, and it seems to run on an older software compared to the 255, which is. Well, I would have hoped that a watch from 2018 would have had the most up-to-date software, but apparently this is not the case. Also, if we take a look here, it seems to be exactly the same thing. It would be interesting to see what happens if we deconnect the 255, but that's only something I can do once I... I probably will make a short review of the 255 also. Now, the pace pro strategies, I think, were not here before. And, and the one last thing we need to do is go into health and see if here something has changed. No, the snapshot seems to also still be here, but it is only probably here because of the old data. So now let's check out the features actually on the watch. So we are here on the watch and I probably, very easily now, compared to the other scenario, I can just take off this watch and you can actually see the beauty of, first of all, this already and it also I really don't mind I don't really mind that's what I wanted to say is that it has a few scratches I mean I think it's fairly fine we can now also see it up close this is the, the newer sensor and again in comparison this is the newer sensor this is this generation 4 on the Forerunner 255S Music it also looks a little bit nicer I have to say but since you are not seeing it most of the time and it's probably something that you won't really notice over time. Maybe it is more accurate, maybe it's not. Gorilla Glass, also this is up to 100 meters, so this is 10 ATM waterproof, and the other one is only 5 ATM. So there are a few downsides to this watch. Now, the main problem I already have, or I already am realizing is that I had the good software functionality of this watch, and we can actually turn this watch on again, in order for then us to compare the software on both of these devices. I think it actually turns on here. I still can't remember. 
Oh no, it does turn on here. So you click it, as we did on the Garmin success, and then this appears here. And as you're already seeing, it is a kind of a different software. So now we are even up close more. And as you are beginning to see here already, that there is, what is happening here? The trial time is expired. I think this is just a notification for an app I have installed. So we just click on here. And now what you can see is, for, first of all, we have a dark mode here. So if we go back here, so this is now the 255. And how can I, I delete this, uh, this nasty notification? What is happening? I mean, it is not the main software, I guess. An activation code. Is this some kind of joke? So first of all, let's check out the home screen. Uh, the other thing here see, still seems to be there and I don't know how to get rid of it. But as we can see now, I set up the home screen to be like this. So you have all these different things that appear here. These are basically your Garmin calls this glances and you can see your body battery. I have the stopwatch in the bottom and then so at the top there's a stopwatch. There is the stopwatch because I want to have the same functionality compared to my Casio, which also has a stopwatch. Then we have body battery, training status, HRE status, win versus lose mindset versus loss mindset. This is actually the functionality that allows you to control the music streaming on your phone. Whatever music streaming app or podcast app is currently here, then the weather. And you also already saw the other things. If we then click on here, you can see that we have. So I am in basically in one of these snapshots. Now, if I click on here, we saw the half snapshot. What we additionally can do is click on double here or longer, I think. No, back, 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 back. And then we have this weird thing here again. And then we can start basically our activities. So you can dance, you can floor climb, you can do a hit workout. The hit workout is actually also something that is fairly new on the Garmin watches. You can also row indoor, breath work. Breath work is also something that is kind of exclusive to Garmin. You can also do breath work tracking on Google Fit, but in Samsung Health you can't. Then we have the classic sh skiing thing, which seems to be something very special and there is a also an app, I think, for this. Pool swim, treadmill, you can also start the health snapshots on here, which track your HOB, your heart rate, and so on and so forth. Virtual run, strength training, run, bike, stopwatch, as I said already. This is basically the main functionality. If we then compare this to the Garmin 6S, then if we click on here, we can choose our activities, but we already are beginning to see that this is an old software that is running on here. So we can trail run, we can ultra run, we can run on a treadmill, and the, the dark mode here is just not available seemingly. Maybe it will update, but it wasn't available. There was no update available as I started the app. So these, this is either the thing I have to put up with now. So I have both now the nice features and also the card functionality and also the nice looks of the Garmin 6S, but I also know about the nice functionality of the new software. So I basically have the best of both worlds, but the only way to get it would be to buy the 7S. E-mountain bike, cyclocross, gravel bike, bike commute. So you can set your favorites. I guess here, and these are just all the different things that are available. Bouldering is also something that was only available or only became available as of recently, maybe within the last months or so. Snowboard, we also have the X XC, so apparently at least the activities are available here, which is nice. And additionally, we can select a lot more. 
mostly because we cannot set the settings apparently in the Garmin Connect app compared to the 255, which would allow us to do this. Let's just select Breathwork because, and then we click on here ideally, so we can just select it. So we basically are selecting the things we want to appear. Okay, maybe we also just click hit on cardio. And now it reminds me that I should go to the gym, but I wanted to still have this video recorded. And well, it reminds me that I have different priorities in mind currently than globally, you could say. Let's just select one other thing, rowing indoor, which is also something I do sometimes. The sub, I don't really know what a sub means. And then we can ideally, I think just click on finish down there. So maybe we have to go all the way. Okay, my music, control phone, add provider. How can we add a provider if this watch, okay, this is just the music provider. And it seems that there are just a few more options on here. Why? Because you cannot control as much on your phone, probably. And now we have to go down, I think, in order to finish. And then we click on done. Okay, so if we now have this here, which is the main screen, which is the main activity screen. Hold for activity settings, training and more. Okay, we hold it. Indoor, row indoor settings. So this is something and then we go back. Then we go back again and we are here. So now what we can do is we can launch the quick settings basically, if we click on here. So these are basically the quick settings you would expect. The 7S, the 7S doesn't, but the 7, the normal 7, Phoenix 7, does have a torch. This one I think doesn't. Music controls, the wallet, then we have timers. This is basically just the quick settings you would expect. We can also save the location, maybe if you're parking a car. Then alternative time zones, find my phone, which we could already try. Let's just try this. But then the phone would ring, which I'm on recording on, and it would stop the recording, so maybe don't. Do not disturb. And what I'm already missing is the torch here. I do not know how to set this though, so maybe if we click on here, press long, add controls. It was just a lucky guess, but it seemed to work. Lock, unlock keys, sync, phone, Wi-Fi, time sync. What we want is the torch. Yes, flashlight. Okay, and then we try the flashlight actually. We can also apparently broadcast the heart rate. And now we just have it additionally. I don't know if it exchanged it for something else, but now we just see the flashlight, which is very nice. A feature I noticed as of yesterday on the Galaxy watches, if you have it on, and then you can set that if you then take your fist, basically, and knuckle or whatever this is two times, then ideally, and it also worked yesterday, but it doesn't today, maybe it's set up automatically, then the torch would begin to lighten, basically. But seemingly it doesn't. So now, back to this here. What we also would be interested in, or at least I am, is the activity tracking. So now, if we go on activities here, we can see this. But what I additionally want is now, not the activity tracking, but actually the home screen. So now we have these glances, and it seems to be that at least if the activity tracking is not as in the dark mode, at least this normal interface seems to have a dark mode, which is nice. So we just, so this, this is basically the top of this feed and we can just go down. So the weather seems to be similar. The battery also three days. A few minutes ago it said four days, but we also can see it down here. And then we just go down and we can see ABC, which I still don't really understand. I think it's some kind of 
compass. Performance, training status, detraining. So I'm not training. Last activity, steps, health stats, and HRB status is also there. Pulse ox is also there. Then we can also see my my gym notifications. So this is the calendar functionality. Then this is this are my notifications and music controls. So basically the same thing. Now we click on edit and see if if we can add all the other things that are available on the 255. So we just add everything, I think. Performance, oh no, this, these are the things that are already available. So we click back and we go to the bottom of the list in order to then be able to add things. As we can see, then we click on add and you already are realizing that maybe it would make sense to get a touchscreen watch because then you could just do this without the buttons. So we have an alternative acclimation zone. Altimeter seems to be something. Therefore, we click, just click on plus and then it goes away from here. Barometer, body battery, yes, yes. Compass, yes. Floss climb, yes. Garmin coach, yes. Golf, I'm not really interested in. Heart rate, yes. History, yes. Intensity minutes, yes. <laughs> uh, last ride, last run, last swim, also very important. Then my day, I don't exactly know what this is. Probably the calendar. Respiration, I am grateful that it also tracks this. Of course, I did search this before. I researched this before, but I just couldn't remember as of now, actually. Stress and temperature. I'm not sure if the, the 255 also had a temperature sensor. I'm I'm sorry for, for the wobbling. I do have a kind of a weird setup here with, with this close-up. So now we can just check out all the different things. Let's actually check out the altimeter. So it says that I'm on 143 above sea level, and we can actually click on it, seemingly. <laughs> so it wasn't before, apparently, in the last four hours, which could be due to the effect of maybe outside raining. I don't know exactly. Now, the altimeter seems to be different from the barometer. The barometer is measuring, I think, the pressure of the air, and the altimeter is just the height. The, and this one also can tell you something about whether it is about to rain. So we can actually see basically a weather forecast that is locally and without internet connection. Actually, at home, back in a, in a kind of our old home, we also had a barometer next to the door, which told us whenever it would rain, which is kind of a nice thing to have. But of course, the weather forecasts are now here. Calories! Okay, I burned seven calories today, which seems to be all right. Now, what we also can check is, is if it already synced with my fitness pal. So yesterday I adjusted my goal to 2000 calories and it seemed to also have to set this goal. Because previously I had basically the, my normal goal of 2000 calories plus the 500 activity calories I usually have in a given day. So 180 is my BMR and then 200 calories just additionally through steps and so on and so forth. Floors climbed zero. Garmin coach also available. Heart rate is there and it also seemingly measures the heart rate, even though, I mean, how can it measure the heart rate? It seems to be very weird. Maybe from my finger. Okay, if I just put my finger on here, seemingly it is able to measure my heart rate. Maybe it was just a bug. Then we have history, so we can click on history. And we can see that in the last days, I have two activities stored here, which are the two activities I actually think activities. These are the activities I tracked within this watch, so within the other watch. 
And we can also click on records, as you saw. Intensity minutes aren't just the intensity minutes you did. I don't know exactly what the specification is. Weekly, lost run, lost swim, respiration. Let's actually check if the respiration is something that appears after a few seconds, or if it doesn't. I'm switching off right now. So it doesn't, but it was, was the same for the other watch. Maybe if I put it back a little bit on my wrist, so now it is a little bit more back is here actually. Oh yeah, it seems to work. So it seems to me that apart from this workout screen we can access here, the software seems to be fairly similar. As you also see, this was kind of a quick start. And we can also um, add a few of these activities onto this feed screen. And it also, what is this now? Oh yeah, this is actually the feed screen. So the other thing we saw was the select for favorite screen. And we can also check if this is the same on the Garmin 245. So again, these are the activities and we can go down here. And then we have the additional things that are my favorites, kind of. Connect IQ store. And we can also set other apps and so on as the favorites that appear if you click on here. What I didn't see yet on the, on the 6S was the health snapshot which would allow me to track my HOE during the day. So what we try here now is to see whether the screen differs from the other one. If we just, okay, how can I add here activities? I'm not entirely sure. Maybe if I press this button, settings, activities and apps, yes. Stopwatch, okay, it seems now that again, this is the same. So this is the current setup we have. If we now click on add, okay. It does have kind of a different screen. It also has this dark mode here. So we can see these activities we could potentially add, I think at least. Maybe I did also something wrong, but I do already have almost all added. Multisport is also something that I didn't see yet on the 6S. So this allows you to basically do multiple activities within one broader activity, but then within Garmin Connect, you can see these activities as sub activities basically but you still get one overall calorie score and one overall time score. But what is missing on the 255, if I click down here, navigate. And this is the feature I got mostly this here for. Expedition, navigation, track me and map. And this seems to be something that is useful because, and now we also have this other screen. So maybe it is the same software after all. And this seems to have updated to the new one. I don't know what, these activities now are. Compared to the activities before, was this just a setup screen? If we, for example, click on, what was the thing we wanted? It was the health snapshot. So now let's see if there is the health snapshot available. It seemingly is not. And these are things, reference point, for example, project VPT. I don't know what this is exactly. <laughs> Floor climbed ecliptical. Oh, Jumpmaster, what is this? Tactical. This is also something that's new. Boat is also something that's new. Fish, also something that's new. HOE stress, let's click on this. Set as favorite, yes. So these are now things we can set as favorite if we have them under activities. So we go back here because we already set it as favorite. And we also can set another activity. So this is basically for the rest of activities. But what we wanna try now, at least I wanna try now, is this tactical thing. So we set it as yes. Okay, we put it down here, it seems to be okay. Do I need to additionally, oh yeah, I need to additionally set this up. And then we again, so navigation here, pressing down, then 
we have these set up already. Tactical, let's actually try it out. What is this? All right, okay. Pace, time of the day. What is this? Um, probably if you are tactical. And now, this is also something that's nice because Garmin reacts quite fast compared to the Galaxy Watch, for example. Then we stop it again. There also seems to be an auto-pause feature for cycling, for example. You can also delete on the watch, which you cannot on the Galaxy Watch, for example. Recovery, HR, discard. This is very useful because sometimes I find myself accidentally recording an activity or for the purpose of not recording an actual activity whenever I'm doing something like recording this video. We can now also set navigating as... So this seems to be set. So. There are basically your favorites up here. And these are you basically your favorites, the ones you use the most often. And then you can set have these few additional things here. And these few additional things are not available on the two on the Forerunner 255. So if we click on here, then we have the normal activities I set as favorites. And that's it. So there is not this other menu of navigate and so on, at least to my understanding not. And now if we want to set favorites, we again click on here. Track run settings, no, that's not the one. And there was also navigation. I'm not entirely sure now what it actually is. We can also have live track feature, live event sharing, set as favorite. In the track run, we do have the live tracking feature, but we do not have, apparently, the other features. And here this seems to work a little bit differently, so we can, in the favorites, even if we are not in the settings, we can click on add, which seems to be fine, because you don't always want maybe something else. And again, on this here, there are the favorites, which are in white, which are not in black, and then we have this navigation, and then we also have the plus, which looks a little bit different. So the software is not the same. This is something we can, I think, conclude from this. You do have a few more options for tracking things, but they seem to be also fairly similar. Apart from the fishing, apart from adventure race. I mean, what is an adventure race even? Also climbing, climbing indoor, just very useful. Um, the only thing that on this watch was available was uh, bouldering, I think. What I'm also noticing is that on here, we, I think, have two different LEDs, a red one and a green one. But on here, I think it, at least to now, only showed the green LEDs. The benefits of having two different ones is one measures better at night and one measures better during the day. So one measures better if you are basically not moving and the other one measures better when you are moving. I think the red one is for night and the other one is for day. So what I will do right now is set bouldering also as a favorite. Yes, and then we click on here again to confirm. So now we do have it, and then we have to move down here again to add. So of course we could add a lot of other activities, but the last thing I now want to try, and I think this is also useful maybe to you, is what actually happens when we navigate. So we have points of interest around me, courses. Now there is a little bit of a privacy issue because I don't want to have my location on the internet. So therefore, maybe I cannot really use this here. So what I can say is, I tried it just as of now, is that you can basically zoom in and out with these two buttons and then you can navigate with the other buttons. So what we also do have is these other two functions, the expedition and the track me. If we click on the map functionality, you can just see your normal map. It works a little bit differently compared to the other 
functions. So what you can see is even though it loads slowly, it uses the compass on the app in order to have your orientation. This also seems to be working. So now we click on expedition and I just checked before. So use expedition to record a multiple day activity with reduced need to charge. This is something that's very useful. How would I record, for example, a hike that is multiple days if I do want to have something like this with the Galaxy Watch. There is just no way I could do something like this on the Galaxy Watch. Maybe there are features available on the on the Pro version of the Galaxy Watch 5, but I'm not sure. All sensors and accessories will be turned off to maximize battery life. If you then have the solar option, then you additionally could just use solar power or you could just have a battery bank that maybe additionally then get solar power if you are totally off the grid, let's say. Track points are recorded once an hour by default, which of obviously if you are in the mountains, for example, then maybe doesn't track all the ups and downs of your expedition. Then this is the screen, that is the main screen, and then you can press start, and I do not know if also if also a map appears, but this is now the screen of the expedition, and this is just not available on the 255. This is what I'm I was hoping for. A watch where I just didn't need to worry about which features are not accessible to me or if the better the premium lineup would have to offer something to me. If I go on a bike ride for a day, I can be sure at this point in time that the, that the Galaxy Watch will be out of battery after two hours and then I have to tinker around with with charging it, but of course when I'm charging and I'm also riding this the bicycle, of course I cannot really track and ride the bicycle. So this just created complications upon complications. Not that I do often do these multiple day activities, but at least now I have the option to. I have basically the one device that also acts as a navigating device and now we end this expedition. So as I'm setting my favorites up, I just realized SUP, SUP means stand up pedaling. So tuning back in, I now have set up a few things. I also noticed the whole thing is called the list. Then up here, these are your favorites. And then what appears down here is something I don't know what it is called. So what I have now set up is the usual activities I need from this watch. And I will usually, uh, not usually, but I think I will replace basically tracking most activities on my Galaxy Watch with just in Garmin and then figuring out how to sync them properly to Samsung Health because I still want to have a complete data set in Samsung, in Samsung Health. Even though the bike, for example, when running, Galaxy, the Galaxy Watch or Samsung Health also spits out some running metrics, which of course then won't be synchronized because what is synchronized between these two apps is often just the duration, the GPS, they track and so on and so forth. So in the top I have bike, even though there is also a bike commute option. And I think it would make sense to maybe differentiate these two because then you can also see it probably calculates differently because if you bike all out as an activity, then it's different compared to you just commuting a bike basically. Then also running, then strength training. Basically these are the priorities. I try to run every day in the morning, just a quick sprint for about for a few minutes. And biking is, is something I also do very often. Strength training is then also the next in priority. So I just organize them according to my priorities. Biking indoor is something I also 
currently do because it's winter and therefore biking outdoors sometimes is not really possible. Hit workout is also something that is possible on here. So this is a high intensity workout if you are not familiar with this. Rowing indoor is something I also did as a cardio activity. Breath work is also something that is quite useful. Why is this so useful here? Because it is able to track how fast you're breathing. And this is something also that is not possible on the Galaxy Watch, for example. Just having something like Breathwork in basically within the native software. And you can also set different things in here. Tranquility, for example, these are different programs you can do in order to just do Breathwork, which seems to be seems to have some health benefits. Mostly also maybe for refocusing, basically for uh, changing your your hormones slightly during the day and maybe also your focus. Pool swim is also something I do occasionally. Treadmill, maybe inside to uh, maybe then track your VO2 max, which is not something I saw on here already, which maybe... So what also is not available, as I just realized, is on the 255 we have a race calendar. So you can set races, you can see the races within Garmin Connect, and I just saw that there were races upcoming in my area, and then I just added one. Then we also have these other... Most things are the same. What we do not have here is an altimeter, apparently, and the barometer also is not here. Which is actually fairly important, especially if you are in the mountains, to realize on which point at a, on the card for you, you, for example, are at. HRV status is also available on both watches. And if we click even up, training status now is also, I think, available on both watches. Training status also. And body battery also. Training readiness is not available on both watches, seemingly. But maybe this will come as I start to record more of these activities. Sorry for, I just didn't check the screen, whether what was actually. And then additionally, what I would add on here is the stopwatch functionality. Let's just see if this is available, but I guess so. And I think I also already saw it in the other one. The question is just whether it is available in here. So we click on edit. It seems that the stopwatch functionality seems only to be available when we track basically activities. And then we can have the clock here. And I added this just in here. And then within the clocks, you have timers, stopwatch, and alternatives, alternative time zones. So there seems to be a little bit of difference in the menus. So to conclude, there are a few additional features. Actually, exactly the features I, I wanted and I expected this to have, which are the card functionality, the expedition functionality, and so on and so forth. So basically, the functionality if you go on for multiple day activities. The barometer is something I am currently not sure if this actually has or doesn't have, but it seems not to be available as at least a glance on here. The Another difference is the health snapshot, which we don't have on the 6S, but what we do have is HRV stress, which seems to be the old version, and we can actually now try to measure it, and then it probably measures my HRV stress level. But what it doesn't do is, it doesn't maybe record the other, the other things it otherwise would record. So we can try this, and okay, just HRM. Okay, this means maybe with the older sensor, you need an additional chest strap, which costs you an additional 100 euros to record your stress score, maybe also your HOE. But the HOE status, I think, was available, as we saw earlier in the, in the settings here. 
So maybe, can it, can this old watch actually not measure HRV? This would be fairly, fairly a down, a downside to this watch. HRV status, because one of the main reasons I got this was to track HRV, but maybe you can only track it overnight and not during the day. I'm not sure. While you were sleeping, keep wearing your watch nightly. So apparently it can determine it nightly, but it cannot track it during the day. So maybe in comparison again, if we go with the 255, then I do have the option here to do a snapshot and we press start and then it measure, measures for two minutes. So apparently this is something the new sensor can do also during the day, maybe because of the red LED that is not available on the older watch. And you can already see my respiration data, not date, but data, my heart rate, which seems to be not entirely accurate. It would be a little bit high for me just standing there. And then we also mm -hmm. see this here, which seems to be the stress level. And this here is the pulse oxygenation. So I do interrupt this now because I don't have the time to wait for two minutes. I now also realized where this comes from, this weird screen. This is because of the watch face. So I have, I had a watch face previously and I obviously also can change it on the 255. So let's maybe click on the watch face. And then I can just get a different one like the Casio watch for example, or this one, which the trial seemingly has expired or something else. You can also have the standard one. The standard one is this one, I think. And these are the ones that are available preset on this watch. Now something else that is a little bit of a new feature is that on some of these watches, especially on the Forerunner 955 and also on the Phoenix, and now we can see the red and the green LED here, that we wear this watch on the left. And then there are, on some watches, there are basically animations when working out. So I'm just, I just recorded this here now, but what you also can do is it vibrates and it vibrates. I just want to stop it. Come on. So at least if you have a predefined workout, there are workout animations that actually show you what you need to do. I don't know how to get these. And I also doubt that these will be available within the older watch, the 6S. We can just see what happens if we go on strength, probably something fairly similar. So we can do free 30 minute blast back to basics workout. So we do have already preset workouts within this year. And maybe let's just click on here and it seemingly shows these details. At least it shows you what will actually happen. And now if we do the workout, the question is, will there be animations that will be appearing? Start the timer to begin the workout. Okay. On the left, press start. Okay. So it just shows us what is available here, but it doesn't show us anything. Okay. It shows us the animations. That's the thing I wanted. So it seemingly is available also on the 6S and not only on the newer watches. So maybe this has is an update that already was happening, but it just shows you, um, these things. And these are just so nice because I searched for something that would also track my workouts in addition to just tracking the duration of it and the heart rate. And again, something that the Samsung ecosystem just doesn't offer you. So I'm very happy. The same is true for yoga workouts where it shows you apparently on the newer watches, the positions. So you apparently also on the, on the watch can track the weight. So you can adjust the weight. So you can say this was 200 kilos. 
and then something beeps here. I'm not exactly sure what it is. Oh yeah, it's the next rep. So you apparently, I now found a solution to track my weight during the workouts without having to have a phone with me. Then it shows you rest times in between, apparently. Partial lockout, okay. Then rest times. It's basically the whole workout laid in front of you. This is just something that's so useful. So we now stop the workout and then we click on here to actually discard the workout. And we can also see the same functions as I saw, just as I had this in the strength workout on the 255. Recovery, heart rate and so on, and we just click on discard. So we now set yoga as a favorite. And if there are also now predefined workouts, we could also access them by pose one. Okay, nothing appears. I was hoping that there would also appear these animations. Maybe they do if we change something. Pose two. All right. Now let's add yoga on the 255 and see if within the predefined workouts at least, there is something available that allows us, it also just says pose one. So it seems to also be the same software. Additionally, additionally noteworthy is that here you have kind of a double click. So you click on, but it doesn't do anything. And then you click. Whereas here, if you click, it's already completely clicking through. And this feels kind of more mushy. And I don't know if there are actually any functions for this. So we click on here. I can actually put it up against the microphone. But you don't hear it too much. So you click on it, but then nothing appears and then you click on it again. So the half click doesn't seem to have any functions. Maybe in the future it will. So if we click half on here, for example, we do have already the light flicking. And if we then press completely, it's just a weird kind of. In total now, I'm quite pleased how this turned out. Um, this turned out to be also a full comparison, basically of the two watches. Of course, only from first impressions, because I don't want to actually wear this watch properly, the 255, because I don't want to scratch it and so on and so forth, because I do want to return it. I planned to return it basically when I realized that I could just get this watch and this watch was also available and basically cheaper and had more features. Apart from the health snapshot that is not available here. And so with the sensors maybe, or also just limited by software in order to get you to buy the newest watch, the health snapshot seems to be not available. So therefore you cannot track HRV during the day whenever you want to with this two minute health snapshot. In addition to this watch, there is 32 gigabytes or 16 gigabytes of storage on this watch, on the Pro. The 6S comes with very little storage, actually maybe not with the card functionality, but the 6S Pro does come with the card functionality. And I think it has either 16, I think it has 32 gigabytes even of storage. Whereas this, for example, only has four gigabytes. The newer Phoenix 7S, I think has only 16 gigabytes of storage. And there also seems to be some change to the card functionality. I don't exactly know what the change is. I think that on the newer watch, you can choose any card and just upload it to the watch. Whereas on this watch, you're kind of limited on the region where this watch originally was intended to be purchased in. In my case, therefore, this would be Europe, so I cannot upload cards from other regions on this planet, I guess. Just the navigation feature alone is something that is just very noteworthy. And if, if 
even if I didn't track any activities with this at all. I now have basically for 319 euros a watch that tracks my HOB that has similar features to Whoop, which I kind of felt kind of compelled to get into because of the simplicity and also because of just tracking a base rate of different stats and also getting fitness age from Garmin and so on and so forth in order to then later on, if I'm sick at age 50, at age 75, have a reference data. What was my ideal state in? What were the different values? Of course, blood panels and so on and so forth are also interesting, but having now a tracker that is basically a whoop, maybe not totally as accurate as a boob. Maybe it is more accurate as, as a boob. I don't know the specifics of this question, but I think of it as a boob basically, first of all. And this was also the reason I got the smallest watch initially. But then I realized if I have, instead of 41 millimeters, just 42 millimeters and 15 grams more on my wrist, then I can basically get the best watch that was available in a smaller version from Garmin just from 2019. Now, at any point in time, I can't theoretically upgrade to the 7S, but at least I'm on the right model and so on and so forth, and I basically have almost all the features available, apart from the newer features like stamina, for example, and health snapshot. Additionally, I now can save battery on this watch if I don't track activities. This means my phone on this watch, my replacement phone, is basically more available because I can just turn this watch off even because if nobody calls me and I don't use it actively for paying, which I kind of am currently not because usually I do have my phone when I buy groceries, for example, with me because I do have also my grocery list on my phone, which you could put also on this watch because there are apps and so on and so forth. But I just think it is kind of more practical to just have the phone and I would carry it with me anyway because I don't totally trust this. And also the setup is kind of a setup where I only can pay up to 500 euros a month, which would be okay, but it is not my direct banking app, which is only available on my phone. So Google Pay is available on here on the Samsung watch. And also Samsung Pay is available on here, but it's kind of a, it is kind of a credit card. So for this reason, it doesn't make the most sense to just use the credit card because also then the transactions appear only a few days later on my banking details. So mostly I now do have a HOV tracker basically for 319 euros, which I can access the corresponding app for, for free. With Whoop, I, for the rest of my life, would have to pay probably anywhere from 20 to 30 euros just to access my data. And exporting data from Boop and importing it into another app or importing it into your own Excel is probably something, probably something that doesn't make the most sense. In addition, I now have something on me that lasts for weeks or potentially days even, days or potentially weeks, depending on how much you use it, where at any point, at least in Europe, I can navigate. So whenever I am potentially lost, I do have a watch on me, which I can use to navigate back. I can save my current location if I'm lost in the woods, if I go for a run, anywhere. And this was also one of the main criteria why I then didn't get this watch. I, If I'm exploring a new area, of course, usually I'm just relying on my brain, but what if it gets dark outside? And just having something on you like this watch, it's just, a security factor that is just not a security factor, but it just improves how likely it is that you will be able to go back. Even, not even, but also, for example, I used to do a lot of hiking and also climbing and so on and so forth. 
And people that had just a watch like this were just the people you went to because they had GPS and because they also had an altimeter on them. And with a Galaxy Watch, you would be totally in the wrong place with the Galaxy Watch there. So I now have this device. I can go on a hike at any point in time if I want to. I didn't do that many hikes in the last weeks, months and years, but at least I can. I do have basically the watch that does it all. I could also use it as a tachometer or just as a bike computer for my bike if I go on longer bike rides. If I do potentially want to do a tour that lasts a few days and so on and so forth, I now have a device that does it all compared to the Galaxy Watch that is basically mostly a smartwatch and fitness tracker second, I would argue. Of course, it would be also cool to only be able to rely on this watch also with this watch being able to call and maybe to being able to to send emergency messages similar to what is available on the newer phones these days they can directly communicate with gps satellites satellites apparently and this would also be something that is useful so lte on this watch would be something that would make this watch mostly obsolete apart from the functionality i get from being able to download apps onto this watch and so on and so forth in total now, I will keep, I guess, for the next time, both watches. I will try to track activities on here because this also means that this watch doesn't need to be charged all day long. I will still use it in order to then simultaneously in both system systems kind of track my sleep, but I will probably record my activities on the Garmin watch because then I don't have to charge this as much, maybe only once a day, hopefully, would be nice. In time, if the Galaxy Watch 6 comes out and this is a reasonable financial purchase, I might upgrade to the, the next watch. Maybe I will also get rid of one of these watches, but I don't think it will be the Garmin watch, even though, so I might get rid of one of these entirely, or I just might replace it with the next version. Since the Garmin 7, I think only came out in 2022, and this one is from from 2019 then the next one according to the cycle will come out in two and a half years so in mid 2025 probably or 24 actually so 2022 then three and then the fourth year in the middle again would be the cycle and in addition since this is refurbished i can probably resell it without much of a value loss compared to a new device like this which then i would basically realize the value loss as soon as I resell the device because then it is used and currently it is still in new condition.